Hi, everybody. I'm Patrika Darbo, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Get ready for episode 589 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, Patrika Darbo joins us. She was on Step by Step, and of course, her biggest... Claim to fame is uh, Days of Our Lives and The Bold and the Beautiful and so many other things she was in. And we're going to talk about all that. She even played Roseanne one time in a movie. And then another time she was a guest on uh, Roseanne. So, uh, you know, a lot of stuff she's done. And we're going to be talking to her in a couple of minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So be sure to stick around for that. And uh, it's going to be a lot of, a lot of fun. And uh, let's see, we have things going on, more guests are lined up, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun in the next couple of weeks as we bring you more and more guests. If you have a suggestion for a guest, you can email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And also, I would love to hear what is the, the your favorite interview that we've listened to or we've had recently or in the past. It doesn't make any difference. You know, which ones are, are you enjoying? And uh, let us know who you'd like to hear on On Screen and Beyond. I can uh, say I can try and get them on, uh, but you can never never tell. You know, that's the thing. But uh, also check us out on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond. And download, download, and download more episodes of On Screen and Beyond. We have over, well, we're up to 589 right now. We don't have them all up there because uh, we are slowly putting them back up and uh, you can subscribe. That's the best way. Then you get them automatically as soon as we put them up. Each day we're putting them on up and uh, it's taken a while, but uh, we're getting there. And of course, uh, every Sunday we have a new episode for you. So that's it. Patrika Darbo is coming up in a few minutes. It is time for Remake Madness. Remake Madness. Well, filming has started on Disney's Nautilus. Now, this is a live-action remake of the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea film and a retelling of the story of Napoleon Bonaparte called Napoleon is in the works and the story of Wile E. Coyote. And we've told you about this one before, but now it looks like it's moving along and John Senna will star in the live-action animated film combo there, and it's called Coyote vs. Acme. That's it for Remake Madness coming up next on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies. Well, the team that gave us Forrest Gump has joined forces once again. Tom Hanks, Robert Zemeckis, and Eric Roth will be adapting the graphic novel Here. And Brad Bird, who gave us The Incredibles, Ratatouille, and Iron Giant, will be doing another animated film, and this one is called Ray Gunn. And Matthew Modine, he has joined the cast of Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. And the cast includes Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, and Rami Malek. Boy, that's a, quite a cast. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, sequels. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sequels. It looks like Star Trek 4 is slowly moving along. J.J. Abrams says filming is slated to start later this year. And the crew is all in talks right now to return. Hopefully that'll all work out. And it uh, also looks like Sonic Hedge 3 is uh, going to be coming our way also. And, of course, that's Sonic Hedgehog, and that's number three. And the sequel to Christmas Story, which I've told you about before, has just added Randy, Scott, Flick, and Swartz all returning to the cast. going to be quite a movie. And that's it for sequels coming up next on On Screen or Beyond TV on DVD. TV on DVD, The Good Fight Season 5 arrives on May 3rd. Masterpiece All Things Great and Small Season 2 lands on Blu-ray and DVD on March 8th. And on March 15th, you can look for Head of the Class, the complete fourth season starring Howard Hessman. And that comes to DVD. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, well, John in the Hole lands on Blu-ray and DVD on March 15th with Michael C. Hall. And the 50th anniversary of the musical 1776 comes to Blu-ray and 4K Ultra on May 31st in multiple versions. And the animated sci-fi classic Heavy Metal makes its way to 4K Ultra on April 19th. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, Season 5 of Yellowstone will have 14 episodes instead of 10, so they've increased it. And Yellowstone will get another spinoff, and it's called 1932. That's going to be an interesting one. And... Get this, another spinoff is also in the works for Yellowstone called 6666. And that's uh, going to be covering more of the Dutton family. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, from Days of Our Lives, Patrika Darbo is joining us right here. Patrika's next on On Screen and Beyond. guest today on On Screen and Beyond is an Emmy-winning actress who we have seen in so many TV shows and movies over the years, including Step by Step, Rango, Babe, The Burbs, The Bay, Seinfeld, and so many more. But she is most known for her role as Nancy Wesley on the soap opera Days of Our Lives and as Shirley Spectra on The Bold and the Beautiful. It's Patrika Darbo. Patrika, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. Hi, everyone. It's a pleasure to have you on, Patrika, and uh, it's, you've been in a lot of different things. 
<laughs> I'm an old doll, Ryan. What can I tell you? <laughs> well, no, it's not. It's not that. It's just that that you know I talk to a lot of different actors, and you know they're more in one show or one movie or something like that. But but you've been you know you're like the the story of our lives. <laughs> you know all these different shows that we've watched over the years. <laughs> like I said, I've been around the block a few times. <laughs> Oh, yes, I'm very fortunate. I mean, I, I, um, I, I'm sort of a rank-and-file performer. I started doing um, backup. In other words, uh, I was an extra for a long time. Um, I was doing things when AFTRA, which is now SAG-AFTRA, used to have uh, what they called special business in, in their um, uh, pay scale thing. So I get paid for the Jeffersons, even though I didn't do a lot on that. I did enough that they wanted me to pay me to this day. Wow. <laughs> they may only be paying me two cents, but they're really? still paying me to this day. Because um, it was called special business. I was like in a um, a race with uh, uh, George um, Jefferson and, and the big guy who I can't think of his name, and I apologize for that, who's I know passed at this point. Um, but it was... Uh, <laughs> people went by on crutches, somebody had a broken leg, somebody was in a wheelchair, and here comes a large lady running a race, and everybody's beating George. And that was my special business at that time. (laughs) So, yes, crazy times, crazy times, and um, different strokes in all of those shows. And I worked my way up to start doing guest stars, and and here we are today. Yeah, but you know, it's it's nice to hear that, uh, what, that was probably, what, the 70s? When, when that was yes. on, uh, yes. that that people are still getting some type of residuals, to, no matter if they were the, the 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 star of the show or whatever. Whereas you look back in the '60s, they got nothing. Well, they ended that and stuff, and even though you know, with I think like when people watch shows, um, and I don't want this to come out wrong because I love my lighting guys, I love my sound guys, I love my set guys. The, the the people that support me are are wonderful, um, but it is my face out there a lot of times and what people are turning on to see. They're not turning on to see who lit the show or who costumed the show. They're looking to see their favorite stars. Right. And um, our union has not done as well as some of the other unions in paying people. Um, not every actor makes you know twenty million dollars a film. Mm-hmm. Um, our scale is around um, $400 for little shows like that. And so it's not people always go, like I've coached and spoken at high schools, and the first thing the students want to know is what kind of car I drive and how much money I'm <laughs> Those are the things they want to know all the time. Um, um, because I'm older, because um, I was at a time where I could afford to buy my house and it was a lot cheaper than it is now, um, it, it gives that aspect that I'm more affluent than I am. It's a hard business, and not everyone makes their nut all the time. So, um, but I'm very blessed and I'm very grateful. But sometimes I think my union could have done a little more for us, especially like the people who are watching Star Trek, knowing that none of those people are getting paid. I know, yeah, and I, I for the had... work that has. Go ahead. For the work that has gone on and keeps going on and keeps creating more shows and more audiences, so it's you know it's really it's really sad that some of those people aren't getting stuff, and um, it, it is unfortunate. 
Yeah. But again, I'm grateful. I'm still working, um, and I'm very thankful. Yeah. Before Dawn Wells had passed away, I had, had spoken to her a couple of times. She was a guest on the show over the years, and uh, you know, she was telling me how you know they didn't get anything. They they didn't get residuals. You know. No, and, no, and it's still running on television. It's still on a streaming service somewhere, yeah. running constantly, and they none of them or their families that are still around get anything for their work and their face is still valuable out there for people yeah. so it really is um, it's an un- it's it's the best business if it's do if what you're doing is you love it which i do then i'm never working a day in my life but at the same time uh, there are times when uh, all performers are getting raped and no dinner first yeah. so it's uh, and i and i don't equate that as a an aspersion to anybody that has suffered that yeah, no, no, I, I understand. Yeah, um, and it's 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 just it's just so sad when when I speak to the people who were pre the change. You know the how how that that went on, and it's just well, you bad. can look at look at the fabulous that on holidays they run all of those um, outer limits, not the outer limits, not what Twilight I want to say. Rod Serling, Twilight Zone yes. runs constantly. Those people don't get paid. Yeah. Boy, that's nobody gets paid, yeah, you know. That's sad. Unless, unless, like maybe Rod Serling had it written in that he would always get monies for his work there. But now he is a writer, so he's always getting a check from the Writers Guild. So wow, it, okay. it's like I said that it is unfortunate that uh, the actors kind of got, you know, and it unfortunately was one of the best actors who was our president of SAG and our president of the United States who said, you know. The guy who builds the wall only gets paid one time, so why do we have to pay the actors? Hmm. So he got us into a lot. Anyway, wow. that's another whole story, and I'm sure they don't want to hear that. <laughs> well, no, it's, believe me, it's interesting to hear any of the stories that you have, and it's uh, uh, we love hearing. You know, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's people always think that you're coming in and you're going to end up being the Meryl Streep or the uh, Will Smiths or those kind of things. Well. That Tom Cruise's that doesn't happen. A lot of those people that are supporting actors on those shows don't get a dime after their initial paycheck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You mean you yeah. don't you don't so, drive a Maserati? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> My car's a 2017. No, I don't. <laughs> but you know, really, that's Crazy. what the impression a lot of people have. No matter who you it are, is. Well, that's for the, an actor. it is. That's what I said. Kids always want to know what are you driving. And how much money do you make? Yeah. Not what have you done, how long you went to school, what you had to... No, none of those things. What are you... Yeah. You know, so it's, it is crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Yeah, there's so, such a but big it, difference between we hear the, you know, we hear of the, the few people who, who are making 20, 30, 40 million dollars an episode or a show or, or, or movie. And we don't think about, you know, the rest of them are, are the actors are, are, they're just earning a living like, like everybody else. That's it. And some of them don't even make enough to qualify for their insurance. So they always have to pay extra for their insurance and think, or or hold down a job at Starbucks to be able to supplement that income and be able to audition. Um, It it, it ain't easy sometimes. So So what made you decide to get into this? (laughs) (laughs) My mother always said I came out of the womb as Sarah Bernhardt screaming and acting that um, listen, I, I did my college, I did all of that, and um, I, I was a lousy waitress. And so when I, I took a job as a credit investigator starting off, and I worked my way up, as I did in my acting career, to being the boss of six people working for me. I was a credit manager for a very prominent uh, speaker company. Hmm. 
and um, the, they had a change in, in uh, their higher-ups, and the, the gentleman who was my boss, the new boss, came in and said that acting didn't fit the corporate image, and I was doing it part-time. Um, I never took vacations. I turned in vacation time if I got a job and when I had to audition. And then when he said it didn't fit the corporate image, I was like, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> but I still wasn't comfortable enough to think that I could pull it off and be a full-time actor that I took another job. And there I had a gentleman tell me I was a woman no more than a goat and to never contradict him again. That was the icing on the cake. And that was when I did a brief stand-up, I went, Bye. and that was it for me. <laughs> and I've been acting full-time. So it was probably one of those mixed messages that, that God sends you and says, okay, I, I have sent you the boat several times. Get in it. So, you know, anyway. when some people tell me stories like that, uh, I wonder, how are there really people and how could they be so, and excuse me, stupid? <laughs> to- well, it is. I went to the president and told him he had two weeks or 20 minutes because um, uh, I was not going to work with that person and that uh, he was lucky I was not going to sue him. So, yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, it's. Hey, life sometimes gives you that lemon. You make your lemonade, but sometimes you don't have enough sugar for it, and you're not sure yet whether you should drink that lemonade. So you do other stuff. Oh, yeah, it's scary, I'm um, sure. Well, it is. You know, it's, I think it's a little more frustrating now for people not maybe my age and maybe 20 years younger who are really going, who went to school and have really paid their dues working their way up, and then you have somebody come along and, and and do uh, what I don't even understand half of what I'm going to tell you right this moment, but they do their little um, pop-ups and their little, um, anyway, they have their, they have a million followers on Instagram or TikTokie or whatever those things are. Um, and they've, you know, some of them, they're multimillionaires oh, yeah. and that's, who, and that's who people are watching. They're not turning on to watch Grey's Anatomy like they should be to see those people that are fabulous actors. So it's, you know, everything is cyclical. Things go around. Um, uh, if you want to be an actor, uh, it better feed your soul because um, sometimes that's all you're going to be eating is the soul of your shoe you boiled. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, it, it's a tough business, and, um, and sometimes it's fleeting. You can be an overnight success, and then nobody knows who you are later. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, I think I got Best Newcomer of the Year in 2000 on Days of Our Lives, um, I, and I certainly was not a newcomer mm, at all. Yeah, I know it's like, oh, so, you're <laughs> you're brand new. <laughs> but but again, that was from the fans. So I can't tell you how grateful and how fabulous that was to have the fans um, from a daytime drama acknowledge that I was doing work and they liked what I did. And here I am now in 2022, um, still getting some of those accolades from the fans. Some of some of which have become friends over the years. Um, so it, it, this is a, it's a, it's a strange, strange business. Um, but again, I wouldn't do anything else if I did, you know, I would, if I had to, but right, yeah. I don't, I'm fortunate. So yeah. what was, were there any actors or actresses that you, you aspired to when you were, you know, before you got into the business that made you say, Hey, this is what I want to do. Oh, honey, if I tell you who those are right now, people are going to be having to go to Google and look them up because they're going to go, who the hell is that? You know, so, you know, we're talking, you know, I'm watching the Betty Davises and, and uh, you know, all of those things, all those old movies and Lauren Bacall's and the, 
uh, I mean, I can't think of some of them right this moment, but that's, you know, those were the movies and stuff my parents were watching. I mean, television, I, television was just coming around the bend when I was a kid. So um, the movies are what we had now. And now movies aren't even playing in movie theaters, especially the last two years. Yeah, uh, so it's, it, it's the times they are changing, um, and you do have to change and be with them. I mean, I used to audition. Somebody gave me a mimeographed piece of paper with my lines on it that I had to go pick up at the casting office. Now I just get them on my phone, and then I have to take that phone and go in the front room where I have a drape fixed up and a, you know, a ring light, and I have to film my own audition and send it off. I mean, things are, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> changed a lot. <laughs> it changed a lot. Yeah. So now, do you remember what your first paid role was on TV or movies? Um, I did a commercial for Herfie's Hefty Hamburgers. Never and I got my SAG card. <laughs> And no, it didn't, it, I've lasted longer than they did. Um, it was the the thing was is that um, uh, I'm I'm a heavy set woman sitting on a park bench with my little sandwich at lunchtime, and this little nebbishy guy comes and sits down on the other end of the bench with his hamburger. And the minute he sits down, I slide down the bench and crash into him because it's Herfie's hefty hamburger. So <laughs> that was my sad card. So that was my first endeavor into things like that i mean i did give me a break with nell carter um as i said the jeffersons give me a break um uh, love american style i love american style several times and you know those kind of things yeah growing pains you were on growing pains oh growing pains growing Pains. i played five different characters in the that are three different characters in the five years i was on the show so how did they make it you know so people didn't say well it wasn't that Judy from, from <laughs> last year? It's, it's, well, they don't. It's like um, you don't work on the same year. And so, But um, one time um, I worked with Don Wells. Don Wells and I, and I'm trying to think of who the other mother was on the show, but I'm not sure. Um, we were uh, putting together a carnival uh, for Ben's school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, then I became the vice principal. Uh, and that happened only because the actress who was hired to do it, something went wrong, and they called me and said, can you be over here we, you know, and do this? And then I went over there, and I played as vice principal for a number of years. And then um, there was another thing where mother, uh, there, I played a mother at a Halloween party, and I was dressed as, um, what's the, the, the lady that did the nighttime show? Elvira. I was Elvira as I opened the door to the trick-or-treaters. So, yeah, I've done I look back and go, yeah, I've done several things. That was so much fun. Um, it's amazing that um, the kid that played Ben, um, I still see he and his wife a lot. Um, um, anyway, it just it's amazing. It's amazing. And I did step by step. I mean, um, I just saw Patrick recently. We were at a mutual friend's meeting in a bar having a drink, and um <laughs> He, he's an unbelievable doll, both drama and com- comedy, amazing. Um, and the kids, I still talk to some of the kids on occasion. Peggy Ray, uh, who played the mother, uh, she passed, our mother. Uh, Suzanne's and my mother, she passed. Um, but it's, it's um, you, they become part of the family. It's like Nadia, who plays my daughter on Days of Our Lives. She was 18 years old when she started on the show. Now she's married with a 
couple kids and you know her mother and I who her mother's in Sweden now and we 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 became like sisters together all the time so um it's like a family it, it, <laughs> it is it you become a family um so especially you know when you work with somebody every single day yeah yeah it's it's amazing Kevin Spiritus who played my husband um when I first started on the show he and I've been friends for what that's what 25 years now so um it's it is it's just a family and they become bosom buddies they're fans that have become bosom buddies so so you mentioned step by step uh how did you get that role was it someone you had to uh, go and audition for i no. i had done a film called daddy's dying who's got the will that all four of the producers had seen um but also the lady that was the head of casting of abc um had put me under contract uh, for that immediately she loved what i did in that room she was the head of it and so um then the four producers watch it and i got cast um as the same i've been very lucky that they cast me there without an audition um they cast me on days of our lives without an audition um so my reputation and the work i do has spoken for me and i'll keep working as hard as i can to make sure it does keep speaking for me is that a big relief when they say you know we don't need you to audition we just, you know, because... After you stop crying, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's one of those gifts that um, is amazing. Uh, and uh, it's like, I, I said to you when I won the Best Newcomer, that comes from the fans. When I won my Emmy, which is, uh, I, you know, I was nominated three times in daytime. Um, I won in my prime time. Uh, and that, those come from your peers. The nomination comes from your peers. They say, that was great work. I nominate her. And then when you win, that's where they gave you the most votes and said she was the best. It was just, it was a wonderful performance. So to be getting accolades from not only the fans but your peers mm-hmm. yeah. is, um, I can't even put that into words. It just comes from my heart how grateful I am. Yeah. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Now you played Roseanne in one of the one of the TV movies there. Yes, I I did Roseanne. I'm Dan's dream lover on any of the reruns you watch of of, um, of Roseanne the TV show, and then um, I was asked to um, both NBC and Fox um, approached myself and Stephen Lee, who has since passed to play um, Roseanne and Tom. And we, we did the NBC show uh, film. Mm-hmm. And, um, and as far as I know, Roseanne liked it. I know she was on um, Letterman and told Letterman that, uh, that I did a great job and she gave me my start in show business because I'd been on her show. <laughs> and anyway, being a little older than Roseanne, no, you didn't give me my start, <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, that was a great experience too. It's good to be the queen. Let me just say. Huh. Yeah. Wow. That's a, it's. A, is it tough playing a live person like that? 
It, well, first thing um, that I hope I did, and I tried to make sure that the producers, I, I wanted to make sure, and so did Stephen, that we didn't come off as caricatures, that um, even though we were those people and we were doing nuances of who they were to give the audience a, a taste, in other words, to, to let them know this is not just Patrika, this is Roseanne, um, but not be a caricature of her. I mean, because she has a distinct voice and things like that. Right. So. Um, that was what I consciously tried to work on, and hopefully, I, you know, it came across that way for everyone. Yeah, soap operas. Uh, they, Hardest work. They, I thought Hardest I was going to say, is I've that? Ever done. I, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little harder as you get older, um, but it, your brain is a muscle, and you, um, the more you work it, the better it gets, and um, you do work it a lot. It, it's the hardest work I've ever done. We shoot a movie script a day, so we shoot about 80 pages a day, whereas if you're shooting a movie or episodic, you may shoot two or three pages a day. Um, and, uh, you know, film can last for, uh, you know, three months of shooting, uh, but each day we shoot a full script. Um, sometimes it may be pieces, but they are totally up to a full script. Um, and you need to be memorized. There are no cue sheets. There are no monitors. You have to have those words in your head. So this it is, is hard. Yeah, I, I can't it, even imagine. It's very fast. It's very fast, too. Um, I mean, uh, when I'm coaching kids and stuff, I always say, you know, there's a million ways, or usually I just say there's like 10 or 15 ways to say, hi, how are you, depending on what the other person's saying and what what the situation is. And so proper, sometimes you don't get to find but two, if you find two, because it goes so fast. So, uh, do they take? It's crazy. Yeah. Do they take uh, uh, more than one take? I mean, like, like I know sitcoms. Usually, use a lot. A lot of times, the maximum is two. Um, they uh, and now they have. When I first started, you didn't have the ability to edit right on the spot. So now I can be going along and go la 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 la. Uh-oh, I don't know what the next line is. Oh, my God, oh, my God. And they just say, don't move. <laughs> and then they go back and say, okay, give her the lead in, and your line is this. And then you can go on from them. You go, oh, son of a yes, it is. Blah, 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 blah. And then you go back to it. used to be you had to start over. You had to start over um, if you had a long speech and stuff. So uh, it has gotten better there, but you are still having to memorize, and you still have to know what you're doing. Um, and you, everything is blocked in the morning. So, uh, and then you go to hair and makeup. So you don't have, um, you don't have time to like walk and know this is, I'm over by the stove on this line. I'm crossing over here to the couch on this line. No, you just better be there because it's very fast. Wow. Now, when you say blocked, can you tell us exactly what well, you meant? I'm sorry. Okay. In other words, if you're doing a scene, the actor is told to, on this scene, please be over here by the telephone because it's going to ring and you're going to answer it. You're going to then cross across to the other person, get a drink, and then you're going to go back and forth. So that's your blocking. That's where where you're going. And you need to hit those spots because the camera guy is going to be on that spot. There's usually four cameras and there are sometimes three or four cameras aiming to where you're going to be. And you should be in that spot when that camera comes on. (laughs) Yes. Now, you, yeah. you played uh, Shirley Spector on The Bold and the Beautiful, but you also yeah. went over to The Young and the Restless for a few shows. Yes, I did. Does that happen? They moved, often? Um, <laughs> well, 
Well, you can look around and see that there are other soap actors that have crossed over into different soaps and stuff. I'm so grateful. Um, um, Brad Bell offered me the role of Sally Spectra, uh, I mean Shirley Spectra, um, and the original Sally Spectra, Donalene Conley, was incredible. I play her sister, which is the grandmother to the new Sally Spectra. And when they um, had no more storyline that they could really do in Bold and the Beautiful for Sally Spectra, Young and the Restless picked her up and moved her over there. Um, and created a big story there. So several times I've been on as, um, and basically during the height of COVID, ours was done in my publicist's living room, on and at, like we're on Skype together. So um, I didn't go in. I just stayed there, did my own hair and makeup. They sent wardrobe over to me, uh, and Anthony filmed the whole thing. So, um, but I adore Courtney Hope. I think she's amazingly talented, and you know, and YNR speaks for itself as being the number one show there. So, um, I'm so fortunate that I'm to get there. And years ago in the '80s, I did General Hospital, so I've done all four of the major soaps that are still on the air. Now, in your entire soap opera career, have you ever been a twin? Had amnesia, been blown up, been killed, or anything like that, or come back I, as I a think, ghost? I got I, I got hit by a truck. I had to have a child to save my daughter from leukemia. Let me see. Um, what else? Have, <laughs> I, I've, I've jumped out of windows. I've hung from windows. I've, you know, <laughs> jumped in a uh, big trash barrel. I mean, it's been fun things that I've done there. So. <laughs> That's the Crazy. one thing. Yeah, Crazy. one thing about soaps is. Anything can happen. <laughs> well, they, we, listen, we have Satan visiting us right this moment, so anybody, they'll tell you right away, yes, anything can happen. So it's crazy. <laughs> but it's fun. So <laughs> I'm sure yes, you're enjoying it. Definitely, 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 definitely. <laughs> now, in your entire career, what's the most unusual thing, uh, funny, uh, weird, whatever, that has happened either in an audition or on the set, is there any, anything that okay. jumps to your mind? Golly, I you know, I just take everything in stride. Nothing ever seems weird. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that in a few minutes and go, oh my god, why didn't I remember that? Um, I, I, you know, geez, I don't think I've really had anything that was very crazy. I've, I've had a lot of fun in the things that I'm doing. Um, I. Uh, uh, listen, when I did Leaving Normal uh, with Meg, Meg Tilly and, um, and the other lady's name just went right out of my head as I started to tell you that, um, there was a scene with a map and we were playing with little frogs jumping around telling us where we were going to go next. It was weird. Um, what else? Um, oh, I told you I played Elvira on Growing Pains, and they have this person that is always in charge of making sure that on a kid's show that everything is... Um, safe what's the word i want the safety safety person <laughs> yeah well there's it's not so much safety first as to make sure you're not um the, you know elvira do you know the character elvira? Oh, yes. oh yeah oh her, okay her dress is cut down to her navel yes that's not a really good thing for the kids show no. you know i mean they had me in pull me pushing me underwear that i could serve drinks on my chest at this point <laughs> and uh, the 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 safety guy that says uh-oh uh, had them sew in a piece of beige material in the um, cleavage part mm -hmm. because it was too much for kids to see. And then I looked in the mirror and it's beige material. It looks just like my skin. <laughs> so I, I kept going, 
why am I? Why is this here? I still look like I have. It's my skin. <laughs> well, I didn't understand that one at all. Uh, but there are rules that are made. Then you right. sometimes don't understand what the hell they're about. But you go with the flow. So yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Do you have any new projects that that you can let us in on? Um, well, I'm still on days right this moment right. shooting. Yeah. So um, and I'm auditioning. So. Um, I, you know, I don't have anything right this moment. I have a, a writing partner that we're working on some things, but, uh, I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's tough sometimes when you're working every single day to, to do other things though. Every time I do an audition, I have to memorize those lines on top of my days of our lives lines. And then I have to get home to, in time to stand in my living room and film what I'm doing and send it off to the casting director. Jeez. So it's crazy. <laughs> but again, I enjoy what I'm doing. So, um, yeah. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Well, Patrika, I want to finish up with uh, one or two final questions, depending on how you take okay. it. Okay. All right. Uh, when you sit back and relax, but I know you're always doing things, so <laughs> but it's uh, uh, but when you do relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past when you were growing up, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Uh, well, I'm a big Grey's Anatomy fan. Um, I did a guest shot on um, Lone Star Nine One um, Lone Star Nine One One Lone Star, and that was fun. Um, I played a big old racist, but it, it was a, a good a good opportunity to do stuff. Um, and I'm I'm always an NCIS. I, uh, I I'm a member of the Elks. We support the military. I am a member of the Thalians. We take care of the. Uh, we're working to take care of mental health for our veterans. So those kind of shows are always there for me. I'm a big, um, in the past, a big um, Spencer Tracy uh, and Catherine Hepburn. Um, but one of my favorite shows was with Rayma Land and Ruth Hussey years and years ago, and it's called The Uninvited, and it's a beautiful love story and ghost story, and it's got the music um, Stella by Starlight in it. Um, so, and gosh, what current movie? I haven't listened in two years. I haven't been to the movie. So. I know, I know. <laughs> Everybody's in like, uh, what's going on right this moment? Um, uh, I do have to say, I just watched a quiet place that I'd never seen before, and I saw it on television, and I was never so uh, like this in my thing. So that's kind of like, oh my goodness, a movie. Um, the acting and writing was wonderful, and um, so I don't know. I have friends that are um, uh, working on this movie called Daruma right this moment, which is going to have um, all the um, disabled. Uh, even though they're not disabled, they're abled, but that they may have something wrong that we don't find in the quote-unquote normal category. Um, uh, and my friend who, uh, John Lawson, has no arms from the elbow down uh, from an accident when he was younger. Um, he just got through playing one of the leads in the new um, Pet Cemetery movies coming out. I told him I won't be watching that because I'm not into those <laughs> scary movies. <laughs> my scary movie is The Uninvited, That's It, with Ray Milland. Otherwise, I don't want to know anything about blood and guts and stuff like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Even though for a period of time I was watching The Dead, The Walking, the Walking Dead, Dead, and I was like, yes. am I out of my mind? <laughs> like this. So, anyway, um, I love what I do, and uh, and I love the theater, too. I mean, I told you I did the play, uh, the film Daddy Stein, Who's Got the Will, but I originated that show on stage. And we went to Edinburgh and performed in the Fringe. And then I got to come back and reprise my role in the film. And then I got put under contract by ABC. So um, it's, 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 
I really can look back and say I'm, I've done a lot of great things, and I'm going to keep on doing them. Great. Well, Patrika, I cannot thank you enough. I, I thank you so much for sharing with us, and uh, you know, good luck with with everything you've got going on. Thank you very, very much. I much success with your show. And if anybody wants to get a hold of me, I'm Darbo Patrika on Instagram and Patrika Darbo on Facebook. So I can't add any more friends right this moment. I'm so sorry, but Facebook says I have too many. Well, how can you have too many friends? And <laughs> anyway. Um, so, uh, and, and Twitter, I'm Patricia Darbo. So if anybody needs to get a hold of me or you need to get a hold of me again, well, you can always get Anthony. So, um, but I'm here. Thank you very much. Patricia Darbo joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. I want to thank her so much for joining us and uh, giving us so much entertainment over the years. And also uh, keep watching her on Days of Our Lives. And, and, you know, like I said, Bold and the Beautiful, Step by Step, all those things you can rewatch and everything. And uh, be sure to check her out. And uh, we appreciate it. And uh, also be sure to, speaking of appreciating it, we appreciate you listening each week here at On Screen and Beyond. I hope you're listening all the time. And if you're not, if you're just new here, here. We welcome you, and I hope that you'll keep listening. And by the way, go back into our archives, and we've been around for 15 years now, so we have an incredible amount of of amazing guests that you just want to hear. I'm sure whether you are someone who likes to hear the people from the shows from the 60s and the 70s or even before that even, uh, or all the new stuff or anything, we've got them all. We've got Oscar winners and Grammy winners and musicians and everything else, great music music writers and everything. So uh, check it out at onscreenandbeyond.com or at your favorite podcast provider. And be sure to tell a friend. Be sure to... Uh, you know, subscribe. That helps a lot. It helps us and helps you get the uh, the new episodes immediately. And uh, that would be great. So uh, we thank you for that. And be sure to get ready in May 21st for CroftCon, all things Sid and Marty Croft. And we're going to have some of those guests coming up that are going to be at the convention. And they will be here on On Screen and Beyond before. So uh, get ready for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, next week, we have a guest that is coming your way who has been in The Mighty Wind and also Best in Show. And that guy is coming up. So get ready for that next week. So hope you'll join us. And that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 